0: Welcome to another episode of Chandelier Chats. I'm your host, Rochelle LaCour. Today we have a returning guest. We have Mr. Frankie of Frankie Fitness. He is an award-winning online health coach. And today we're going to be myth busting. We are going to be talking about all the things from diarrhea tea to the keto lifestyle. <laughs> so please join me in welcoming back Frankie. Welcome back, Frankie. How are you?
1: I am good. Thank thank you for having me, having me uh, uh, again. Uh, I really enjoy doing this once. I believe we're doing it what, once a month? Yep, once a month right now. Yeah, and it seems that we're both wrapping our, our shirts today, so that's yep.
0: great. <laughs> yeah, so excited to have this conversation. So tell yeah. me what's new and exciting in the fitness world before we dive into myth-busting.
1: Well, let's see. Uh, the one thing is, oh, I have some exciting news, uh, just personal news, but I will be, I finally get my notice at the gym because I am fully transitioning to online, 100% online. As of July 16, I will not be working at the gym anymore.
0: Congratulations, that's fantastic. Yes. Whew, welcome to the entrepreneur world.
1: <laughs> Thanks, that's amazing. I feel like I was It was just like, a. I was just balancing between the two, right? Just working, having a stable job and now, well stable, but now I feel like my, my online business is really stable at this point. So I feel like I can actually, uh, I can move forward with the plan of just traveling around the world, being out of Canada for six months, every single year.
0: I love it. That sounds like a miracle. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So,
1: so talking about the, uh, you know, the topic that we have today, I find it like, I'm really excited about this one in specific because I feel like there's so much misinformation out there. So many people posting, you know, having their, their, their own agenda, selling their own stuff, Yes. And saying why their stuff is always better or what their technique, their protocol, the program, whatever they're doing is always better than the rest. Mm-hmm. And it seems like they're lying or covering some kind of like going like partial through, partial through, uh, sorry, par- um, partial lies just to make sure that they can actually fit whatever they're trying to sell you. Right. So I'm actually glad that we're going to start doing this and let's see how much we can cover today so which one you want to talk about first
0: yeah okay so i'm really excited to talk about this because i have fallen prey to many of the scams back in the day i was kind of a dumbass when i would shop for things online i didn't know that i could search for other things and i would usually feel like i had to commit to things and i remember getting a cookie cutter plan from some girl with a massive following on instagram and she you know yeah. would send yeah. the email and it would say please don't yeah. share this information with anybody else because whatever and then everybody found out that it was a scam yeah, yeah. so which yeah. was super annoying i yeah i think we should talk about the cookie cutter plan because one plan does not fit all one size does not fit all. So yeah. can you talk a little bit about this?
1: Okay. So, and, and it's funny that you mentioned that because I noticed I do have a lot of people. I have a lot of clients coming from doing uh, online coaching or online training in specific with other coaches. And obviously I'm not gonna name names because I, that's not the kind of person that I am. But one thing that I noticed is like, whenever they show me the programs that you used to do with their coaches, and the first thing that I see in their emails is please do not share this with anyone then that is a big huge red flag right there so if what is the reason why you don't want them to share with anyone else is it because you know it is a a perfect program tailored to you in a specific or is it because maybe you're doing the same program for a lot of people and that is what's happening, right so Mm -hmm. so yeah um obviously one disclaimer there any program will work for anyone it's just a matter of what to what to to what degree, right? So 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 how much can you get out of, of a program that is not specific for your goals and conditions uh, as opposed to working on a, in a specific training program that is more specific to your goals and conditions. So which one do you think is gonna be more beneficial for you? And that is what you need to keep in mind because one thing that I will tell my clients, a uh, meet with a mediocre plan and, and if you have the discipline, if you have the, if you have the, the work ethic, even with a mediocre plan, you will see improvement. Okay, but what if you could see even better, even more, uh, uh, more efficient improvement if you're actually working on a program that is designed for you in specific? That is one thing that I always tell my clients. So yeah, cookie cutter programs, uh, they can work to an extent, but is it? Are you maximizing your 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 plan your your time working out, or are you actually you know wasting half of your workouts because you're doing somebody else's workout? Okay. Yeah.
0: I'm gonna say nay nay to the cookie cutter plans. I'm gonna yeah. say those are a those are a myth. that yeah.
1: you, well, like if if when it comes to the myth, yeah, like this was kind of like it's there is a the gray area because yeah, cookie cutter pr- plans can work for you, but do you really want to get the best out of your workouts? Try not to focus on the cookie cutter plan and try to focus on something that is more specific to what you're trying to achieve, and not just what you're trying to achieve, but your coach has to make sure. That is keeping proper. Uh, the, the planning is proper, so that your conditions, you're not limited by your conditions, and actually you're improving any any limiting factor that you might have. So that's why I always tell my clients, yeah, we're, we're going to work on your goals, but you need to keep in mind that we're always going to have a little bit of a little bit of room for your program to actually work on making you better and things that you might not realize that you need, but I do know that you need.
0: Yes. Okay. Awesome. Let's talk about fit teas and fat loss wraps. I get quite a chuckle out of these and I will be perfectly honest. I've seen so many memes about, you know, like the Karens of the world going around saying that they are losing weight on this tea. And I'm like, yo, is it because you're dehydrated and you're crapping your brains out? Like what is actually happening here? can you talk a little bit about these? Cause I also used to have uh, wraps they were not fat loss
1: wraps, but yeah. they were detoxification
0: wraps.
2: Oh God. Yeah, okay. yeah.
0: That was so, the whole thing, you know, young and dumb.
1: This is a very interesting one for me because I want to give you a little bit of background story. Uh, I think this was like two, three months ago. I was trying to do this social experiment on social on, on, on my Instagram where I decided to promote. I am I was promoting fit teeth. Okay. Oh, okay. I put it out there. I told my clients, just my clients, they were the only ones that knew. It's like hey just so you guys know this is fake i do not believe in feed but i'm going to start promoting it because the social experiment was to show my followers the difference between like how um how quick people are to engage with you when they're trying when you have something negative to say when they have something when they're trying to bash something that you're saying as opposed to encouraging something uh, uh, helpful information that you're putting out there, when you see the engagement right there, it's not the same, right? So, so my social experiment was to actually open up, open the eyes for people and be like, Hey, if you're that kind of person that always rushes to like, try to start a fight, try, uh, try to start an argument on, on my comment section or anyone else's. And yet you're not the kind of person that supports and helps with engagement, when you're finding that infor- some information helpful, then that is your wake-up call. You need to be a little bit better with this because you know it, we're just shitty people that way, right? And we need yeah. to make sure that we're actually sharing the love as opposed to just always spreading the hate, right? Mm-hmm. So, so yeah. So obviously, and then I always I had a disclaimer like a week later, a few days later about that 15, t- telling people you know it was just a social experiment. This is not who I am. I don't believe in this. And and one thing that I realized was that you know, there's a lot of
2: people that still believe that fake teeth actually work. Okay. Mm-hmm. And obviously, like the one thing that I that, that I made sure to let people know is like, hey, obviously, I don't believe in fake teeth, but I just wanted to actually work in that social experiment to see what, see what will happen, right? And I did get a lot of hate for that. I got some really. Like it's like, oh my God, Daniel, I like not believe you're one of those sellouts, you know, selling those 50s now and blah, blah, blah. But it's like, you know what? And then, I mean, like, I'm not trying to be like, look at you and and, 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 and look at where you're coming from. And then when when they check every single, every single post in the past, even if you found something helpful, you never even, not even like nothing. But now that is something that you, you feel really, really kind of like against, and now you feel the need to say something about it, right? But anyways, um, no, 50s do not work. Okay. Now, what is the real reason why 50s make you lose weight? And there's a difference between losing weight and losing fat, right? Uh-huh. So how do you lose weight at the beginning? Because especially if, if for a lot of people, when 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 you're when you're not eating properly, when you're not eating, focusing on that on, on eating whole foods and eating that kind of stuff, and then making sure that you're not you're not keeping that what what I like calling like unhealthy water retention because there is a healthy water retention when it comes to when you're working out and and then you know you you're you're focusing on building that lean mass, muscles like to be hydrated, right? so you might actually get that 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 healthy muscle uh, water weight when you're working out, especially right after having a really heavy uh, workout. you're gonna you're gonna create that inflammation inflammation has always has liquid. it is it is a normal process for your body to recover from working out. but mm-hmm. now, When you start eating, when you have a a diet that is really high on on carbs, when it's really high in sodium, when you're not, especially like if you're not sleeping properly, if you're not recovering properly, all that, your body tends to get a little bit more swollen from that unhealthy water weight. And one thing that happens in those cases is as soon as you take those teeth, right? It's Mm -hmm. going to help you flush that water, right? Mm-hmm. So, that's why whenever people take it, especially for people that are very unhealthy, it's even better. But like if you're already eating really healthy and you're eating, you're working out, you're eating you're you're, 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 you're sleeping properly, you're you're managing the stress, that kind of stuff. If you take big tea, you might you're gonna you might lose some weight, but you're not gonna lose a lot of weight. okay? But now, if you're very unhealthy and you're retaining even more of that unhealthy water, as soon as you go on and use those big tea, you're going to you're gonna become very dehydrated and you're going to pretty much sit in the toilet for at least a couple hours for the next day or so, okay? Because mm-hmm. you are literally getting rid of all that liquid. And that's why whenever people look at the 50s, like, oh my God, it works because I lost five pounds. I even, I even met this lady that lost 10 pounds in two days. And then when I asked her what she was doing during that whole time, she told me, it's like, well, I spent, uh, the first day I spent three hours in the toilet the second day, spend spent a couple more hours in the toilet. So I understand that it was a lot of water weight, <laughs> but, mm-hmm. but, you know, and then what happens is as soon as you start drinking water again, you might actually gain a little bit of money with that weight. So yeah, it is a myth. It doesn't help lose fat. It just helps you lose a little bit of weight, uh, water weight that you're going to gain eventually. Okay? And what was the other one that we are talking about? The wraps.
0: Wraps. Yeah, the wraps. So can
2: you tell me a little bit about those detox wraps?
0: Oh my gosh. I can tell you what company they were from, but I don't want to name names. <laughs> okay. Yeah. They were just, a. Uh, it was back in, I think like 2011, 10 years ago, okay. 10 years ago, this lady was like, Oh, you should try this detox wrap or whatever. And I had to wrap it around my stomach. And she told me if I put uh, cellophane on and slept with it on for the night, I would notice a big difference. So I remember taking a picture the night before putting on the wrap yeah, wrapping myself in cellophane going to bed waking up the next day and I was like nothing has changed <laughs> I, I didn't see any any difference and so I reached out to her and I was like I think this is total bogus like I think it's total bs like and she's like oh you, you just have to you have to do it all the time and I was like well that's that seems stupid like why would like what am I supposed to be experiencing like am I supposed to be like crapping my brains out am I supposed to be peeing all the time like what is this what is it detoxing
2: yeah, and then and and I want to actually uh, go a little bit sidetrack that what the whole detoxing thing because it seems like detoxing is like one of those words that people are using lately. You know, it's like oh, you need to detox your body with this and this and that. Our bodies have, we have organs that they're 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 designed to detox your body. Okay, so the fact that you think you need something to detox your body, it means like. If you know how the human body works, you know that is total BS. Okay, mm-hmm. so you have we have kidneys, we have we have a liver, we have those organs that if you're if they're not doing their job properly, maybe you shouldn't be looking at buying these pills to detox or fit teeth, uh, uh, detox uh, teeth and all that. Maybe you should go see your doctor because there's mm-hmm. something wrong with it. And trust me, you're going to be able to, to know you, you're going to be able to see right away there are physical signs that your body's not detoxing properly. For example, the the uh, the, the, the the your skin might start turning yellow, right? If you, if, you're, if your if your liver is not working properly, if you're getting jaundice. You're going to be able to see it, and trust me, you're not going to go to that influencer on on, on Instagram to buy their products because they're not doctors. Okay, they're not going to tell you exactly what you need. Um, so yeah. Those things are complete BS. It's, it, it, I mean, if 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 you're the kind of person that likes, you know, throwing your money away, if you like to if you like to burn your your money, then by all means, please do it. It's a, it's a different way of actually wasting your money, but it doesn't work. It just doesn't work. I can I I, I cannot stress that enough. It doesn't work.
0: <laughs> same thing with the fat loss wraps.
2: The fat loss wraps. They're a the myth. So yeah. I do believe it's a myth. I do believe that uh, the reason why some people might start losing um, uh, losing some, uh, I think I think the premise on that one is that you start trimming inches, okay? Mm-hmm. So you might start trimming inches because you're so restrictive right there. You're not letting your body breathe. You're not letting your your skin actually, like, sweat. So it might need to find, like, the, like any kind of fluid that you might be uh, keeping in that area needs to actually move, allocate to a different area of your body, right? So... Mm-hmm yeah, technically you are not losing weight. You're just moving, shifting things around. But then as soon as you take it off, it will make its way back, right?
0: (laughs) Oh my gosh. It's like uh, when
2: things settle.
0: (laughs) Okay, next one. How about, let's talk about eating in the evening.
2: Eating in the evening. Okay, so uh, (laughs) I used to joke with my clients about this one because it would be like, oh yeah, I heard like if uh, if I eat carbs, Especially carbs. It's always carbs. I don't know why. It's always carbs. Like, the carbs are the enemy. So stop demonizing yeah, them. <laughs> if I eat carbs after seven p.m., it's like it's like what happens? And I always I used to joke with them, saying it's like, oh yeah, as soon as the clock hits seven p.m., if you're eating a hundred calories worth of carbs, that becomes five hundred calories. So don't do it. And of course, every single one of them will understand that I was being sarcastic, because mm-hmm. if you put it that way, does it make sense to you? How can something magically go from you know, like on this case, I'm, I'm actually being a little bit extreme. Quintuple couple in size. <laughs> yeah. right. How can you actually believe when you understand uh, when you understand uh, like the the, the laws of physics and the laws of like like in, in, in this case biochemistry and how the the human body works like uh, in terms of energy balance? Okay, so energy balance, more specific. If you're talking about how like how to lose weight or how to gain weight, is all about energy balance. Right? So if you're eating more calories, you're going to gain weight. If you're eating less calories than, you, than, than the maintenance, I'm talking about the maintenance uh, uh, caloric intake that you need to eat every single day, you will lose weight. Okay, So the, regardless of what time you eat it, if within 24 hours you're still eating the same amount of calories, you will get the same outcome. Now, the timing of the food might affect our bodies slightly but a lot of people think that it's a huge difference okay that when it comes to timing uh timing the people used to believe i don't know if you ever heard this but you, uh, people used to believe that yeah eating eating food every 2 3 hours it will be better because it will kick it will, it will, it will make your metabolic rate work a little bit faster. Oh, yeah! Okay. Bodybuilding cool. 101. <laughs> that is another myth right there that we can actually, actually cover it right here. That is a big myth. We don't believe that anymore, but that is fairly new because I do, I do remember when I was new in the fitness industry, we're talking 12, 13 years ago, every single trainer or, or most trainers that have the knowledge or like the education, we all believe that. We all believe that eating every two to three hours is the perfect thing if you wanted to lose weight, if you wanted to keep that metabolic rate going a little bit better. Now, with new studies, new studies are showing in like the last, I'm going to say, seven, eight years. Now we're realizing that that's actually not true. Okay, So the timing of the food might affect your body composition, but it's not as much as we used to believe. The key thing that you need to remember. Let's just focus on specifically with people trying to lose weight, right? Because it seems like the, the whole carb in the evening, that's something that is more for people that are trying to lose weight. If you're trying to lose weight, the two key things that you need to keep all the time, number one, you're going to eat enough protein, okay? Because protein is, you know, the amino acids, that is the building block of your body. That is how you keep your muscle mass, right? If you're not eating enough protein, if you're not eating enough amino acids, your body will eventually start literally eating your muscle. Okay. Yeah, catabolize. So, so yeah, catabolize. So to make sure that you're not going to be losing that muscle mass. In fact, if you're if to make sure that you can gain a little bit of muscle mass, you might want to start actually working on that strength training program, not just hitting the cardio machines at the gym, but actually working on, on the training program. Um so to but to make sure that you're even if you're not working out, to make sure that you're protecting that muscle mass as much as you can, you need to eat enough protein every single day. That's number one. Number two, you need to be on that caloric deficit. Okay, those are the two key things you need to keep, keep in mind if you want to lose fat in a healthy way um, and you know protecting your muscle mass. But now, when it comes to how when are you gonna eat those calories throughout the 24 hours in one day, it doesn't really make a big of a difference. Okay, so that is also a myth. Eating carbs in the evening does not make you fat. What makes you fat is eating too many calories and like like frequently.
0: Eat less, move more. <laughs>
2: It's a simple concept. It's such a simple concept, but it's such a, it's such a complex kind of like action plan to put together, right? Because it's very Mm -hmm. simple to tell someone. it's like, oh, just eat more, uh, so eat less and and move more and like, okay, great, because that's what I've been trying to do. But then you have to start looking at uh, making it more, a little bit more individual. So how we're going to make this person specific eat less and eat more. And that's, when he, that's what my job is as a coach. Okay, my, yes. like, I will be a crappy coach if I will be telling all people, every single one of my clients, oh, all you need to do is move more and eat less and we're good to go. Okay. So that's why it's very individual, very specific to the individual, right? You need to make sure that you know exactly who you're dealing with and that you gain through experience, through education. I, I find like, you know, like it's, it's a combination of, of the two. I do find that obviously having all the education helps. But the one thing that has helped me the most is the experience dealing with a lot of clients in the past. In over 10, 10 years, I have probably dealt with, I'm going to say over 500 clients, uh, maybe close to a thousand actually. Um, and and that experience that I gained with those clients actually really helped me make that plan for them where like they're eating less and moving more depending on what they need. Yep.
0: Yeah, makes yeah. sense. Okay. So let's talk about the concept of having a slow metabolism oh, and boy. that this it slows down as you get older let's talk about this because yeah, so this people, is a big one this is so common people say all the time oh well you know i'm like i'm 45 and like my metabolism is so much slower than it was when i was 35 it's like yeah
2: no that's so let, what's going let on me, let me rephrase that in a way that this is what actually what that what actually they mean it's like oh i'm getting old. when whenever someone says oh i'm getting older uh, my metabolism is getting slower what they actually mean is i'm getting older i'm actually without realizing it i'm actually moving less but i'm also losing muscle mass okay mm-hmm. that is exactly what is happening that those two things are the reasons why you're not burning as many calories like I don't know if anyone's uh wondering what what we mean by slowing uh, metabolism slowing down but that's exactly what it means it means like you, your body's literally not burning as many calories as you used to, okay? Even when you're sleeping, right? It's not burning as many calories. But then, then you need to, need to remember that one thing that happens a lot that people don't realize is like, whenever they're like, oh yeah, I'm getting older, even when they're hitting between 20s and 30s, right? Like when someone's 25 and then we're like 35, I, I hear this from a lot of my friends because I'm on the same, at that age right now, but half of my friends are actually working on becoming healthier. Actually, some of my friends actually Seeking my my uh, uh, my professional help, and then you have the other half of my of my friends where like they're they're getting they're getting fat they're getting they're getting weight and all that and they always blame it on that it's like oh it's just because I'm getting older so my metabolism is slowing down okay but it's like why is that happening okay so what were you doing when you were 25 that you're not doing when you're 35 right so one thing that you're not doing anymore is you're not moving as much okay even if like for a lot of people they stop playing sports. Okay, or they stop doing activities that require more physical activity because they simply feel better staying at home on the couch watching TV, right? Or yeah. they start having kids and they use having their kids as an excuse to not move more. It's like, oh no, I'm always busy with the kids at home, so I cannot go. I, I-, I see this quite often because I love playing sports. I pretty much play sports every single day. Uh, I'm actually after this, I'm gonna go hit the, gonna go play some tennis after this, and then I'm gonna go. I join the pickleball team. So to not cool, fun. Like, so I have a lot of friends that are like, oh, sorry, no, I can't go play tennis because of my kids, or sorry, I cannot go play pickle later because you know I have my job or something XYZ, like that. Yeah. So yeah, they always have an excuse of why they cannot do that anymore, but they always blame it on aging.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm getting
2: older, so I'm burning less calories. No, you're getting older. No, it's like you're stopping yourself from doing physical activities, and that is why your body, your 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 body's stopping from burning as many calories. That's the number one thing, and the second thing. This was more related to aging and specific more that, that, that focal uh, uh, issue that when you start aging, the natural process of, of it, it's human nature, you're going to start losing muscle, okay? Mm-hmm. And then I don't know if you've ever heard this before, but we always use a car analogy, right? When we're talking about the car analogy, uh, uh, our muscle mass is the engine of our body, right? Our body being the car in this analogy. So when that, if that engine starts getting smaller okay it means that it's not using as much fuel right It doesn't need as much fuel anymore and, and this analogy fuel being the calories that you burn that energy that you need right um, mm-hmm. that you get it, that you get it through food right that will be the gas that you get into the body into mm-hmm. the car um, So the natural process of the, of the body is to start losing muscle mass as we get older and in fact I think I do believe we talked about this before but I don't know if this is something that is known in the fitness in, in, in the health industry in general but it is my belief it might not be an original thought but it is my belief that the number one uh indicator of aging in in, in humans it is uh losing strength okay oh yeah, Huge. And, yeah. And, and that one comes together with losing muscle okay so when, when when whenever you start losing that and that's when you see a lot of people uh i see it at the gym all the time i see there's this lady, I love her. I'm actually glad that she's finally going back to the gym. I saw her yesterday because the COVID was a little bit tougher for her. She is, I believe, uh, Lavinia. Her name's Lavinia. Her name. She's this super sweet British lady. She lives a couple blocks down from my house. She has to be like close to 85 years old because last time I checked in the system when she was standing in, uh, she was 80. And this was years ago. So she's gonna be getting closer to 80. But when you see this lady, the only reason why you can see that she's her age is because of her face. You know, her hair is so, so white. But when I see her moving, right, she moves, she runs, she has no issues. Like her, her, her body mechanics are so beautiful. And as, as someone that actually my job is to actually assess body mechanics uh, of, 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 the, of the human body. Whenever I see her at her age moving the way she moves, I just want to cry is so beautiful and then when i see her when i talk to her and it's like okay so what what have you been doing it's just like well i've just been working on strength training since i was 15 years old you know i i hit the gym three four five times a week whenever i can you know now that i'm retired i have all the time in the world i go every single day right mm-hmm. And it, that's and-
0: 65 to 70 years of strength training for anybody who missed that math
2: <laughs> <laughs> so and then when you see her the way she moves and 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 then when you compare that to someone that never works out, okay? Mm-hmm. And you see them, you know, like, you know, crutches or like in, in a wheelchair at that age because they cannot move. I do believe the number one reason is because of that uh, uh, loss Locked of strength, strength okay? Yeah. lack of strength and you start losing. So she's doing an amazing job at making sure that she's going to live the, for the rest of her life, not relying on anyone else to help her with that, okay? So she made sure that her metabolic rate stayed really good because she tried to keep as much muscle mass as she could by working in a proper strength training her
0: mm-hmm. oh i love that my actually so my husband's mother is in her 70s and to look at her you would think maybe she's like maybe in her 60s maybe and she like she motors around and then she sees people her age or younger and she's like oh these old people are so frustrating i'm like oh I well i guess you can say that because you're you know like she's so mobile and she keeps active and yeah it's just amazing
2: exactly. and, 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 I, and i think like for a lot of people especially if there's anyone any any young person listening to this or, or watching this if you start hitting the gym with the sole purpose of looking better physically there's nothing wrong
1: with that as long as you keep in mind that looks are going to go away as you get older so you need to make sure that you have another goal in, in in mind that is going to keep you going to the gym working on getting stronger working and getting muscle because if it's just for the looks once you hit i don't know depends on how you age right depend like i mean spanish people like me we aged a little bit better more graceful than most than,
0: men age more gracefully <laughs> than women, I'll just say that, <laughs>
1: but, you know, depending, you know, uh, for a lot of people, you know, they start looking, uh, 35, 40, 45, 50, whatever the age is when they start realizing it's like, Oh my goodness, I'm not getting any, I'm not getting any more handsome anymore. And whatever I do at the gym, is not going to help me. Then they're going to stop going to the gym. So you yeah. need to make sure that you have the ultimate goal for you to go to the gym is to, to be, to live a, independent life until the very end of your time on the planet okay not relying on other people that is the reason why i kill myself at the gym every single day i want to make sure that by the time if i'm lucky to hit 80 85 90 i'm still going to be able to move like i was 30
0: yeah and i remember in one of our episodes you shared that that was the main reason why you work out is because you want to be able to still be independent you want to still be able to be strong and i think that's that is the ultimate motivator right there. Ultimate yeah. motivator. Okay so, okay,
1: so so recapping this one. Uh, the metabolic rate slowing down as you age, kind of like half and half, right? Yes, it slows down, but there are ways for you to stop it from slowing down.
2: Okay, yes. one
1: is one, it's an active one that you can do, which is start working on a strength training program. Okay, mm-hmm. and the second one is you might not be moving as much as you used to. Okay, so, so be aware, be aware that that might be happening to you.
0: Yes. Okay. Next myth. Let's talk about keto. Ooh, okay. that's a good one yeah. too. Okay. I love so that one. Keto, I I've spent years eating a keto type lifestyle because uh, like I had a trainer way, way, way back when over 10 years ago, who was like carbs are the enemy, blah, blah, blah. And so she stuck me on basically like a green beans and chicken diet with fats here and there. Yeah. Yeah. for for weeks on end and and i oh i just hated it but i ended up hating carbs because i you know because i hated the diet and i whatever else and i i wouldn't eat carbs
1: so you just developed this unrealistic on un, like like let's just say i don't know people develop this fear to carbs because they heard some like someone saying that they are the enemy you know this yeah now yeah. here's now here's the biggest like here's the biggest thing when it comes to the keto diet okay keto diet if you're if you're actually working out on a keto diet, you're probably feeling like crap all the time, okay? And here, and, and, and I want to give this, uh, uh, I'm going to try to keep it not as technical as possible when it comes to ketosis, right? Because that is what happens. There. That is a process that happens to your body when your body starts converting, when your body starts getting, so carbs is the main source of glycogen, okay? Glycogen mm-hmm. is, is something that we need uh, as an energy source, is is the most efficient energy source that we can have in our body. Okay, and then when you're working, when you're training, your body relies on that big time. Okay, now our brains also need glycogen to function. Okay, and then the average human, uh, the average human being needs around between a hundred. I do believe I gotta I gotta check my my textbooks from ten years ago, but I do believe. The human brain needs around, needs around 100 to 120 grams of glycogen per day to keep healthy brain functioning, okay? So, and this is where ketosis comes as, uh, as a backup system, okay? Our bodies are really good at having backup systems for everything, okay? So, and we're talking about 70,000 years ago when... Finding food was something not as easy as it is nowadays. Now you, you just go to the supermarket and you buy it. Mm-hmm. Some days your our bodies were designed to understand that some days you wouldn't be able to eat for days at a time. Okay. Or sometimes you will have to rely just on eating animal protein only, or some on, or only eating some I don't berries. Know, roots, roots, berries, whatever you can find. Right. But sometimes you will spend days without, without getting ingesting any carbs, into your body, right? So that glycogen in your body that was built in, I think, I do believe uh, the liver can store, Jesus, I gotta, I gotta brush up on my theory here, but the <laughs> liver can can store up to, I believe 500 grams of glycogen, around 500, 400 or 500. Uh, muscles can actually store a little bit as well, but not as much, um, but anyways, you gotta remember that your body needs to save around 100 to 120 for brain function, okay? And just as a disclaimer here, this number might be a little bit off, but I do, I'm like 90% sure that that's what it is, between 100 and 120 grams. Now, if for whatever reason, remember back in the day, it was really hard to find those carbs. For whatever reason, your body couldn't, couldn't get any glycogen from the outside and you started depleting your glycogen levels to the point where like you were really close to zero, Okay, ketosis will kick in. So ketosis is the process where you can convert uh, um, so, so food that you get from protein or fats into glycogen. Okay. The main reason why our bodies were designed to do this was so you can keep proper brain functioning. So how much do you think the ketosis process can, can produce at once in one day? How much roughly do you think it can produce? If your brain can meet roughly hundred to 120, how much do you think it will produce in one day? Exactly 100 to 120. Wow, why? <laughs> why is that? Why is that? Because th- that is the th- that is the system designed as a backup system to help with that brain function. But we're talking about working on. Uh, we're talking about in 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 like if you're not working out, right? So if you're not working out, you're not getting those carbs. You need hundred to hundred twenty grams to keep that proper brain function. So if you're gonna go hit the the gym after, right? And you need more glycogen. Where are you gonna get it from? so you're okay. taking away from your brain to keep up with whatever activity, performance activity you're doing at the gym or like whatever you're doing for that day. So it is a really inefficient way to work out and lose weight at the same time because you're going to feel like crap when you're working out. You're probably not going to be able to lift as heavy, you're probably not going to be able to run as fast. You're probably not going to be you're going to be you're you're going to be so foggy all the time that it's not worth it, okay? Mm-hmm. So by eating a little bit more carbs, what's going to happen is You're gonna feel better. First of all, you're gonna feel better. Okay, you're not gonna be as foggy. You're gonna feel so much better. Your performance is gonna spike, it's gonna be much better. You're gonna be able to gain actually gain muscle mass. You're gonna be able to get stronger, you're gonna be able to run faster, you're gonna be able to improve your cardiovascular condition, you're gonna be able to be overall healthier, and you're eating more. Okay, so that is why ketosis, like this one again, it's a great area because. If you feel good doing it, and most likely you feel good doing it because you're not working out, you're just trying to lose weight. If you feel good doing it and you like it and it's fine, if you if you want to keep it low carbs and it works for you, go ahead and do it. But I'm just, say, I'm just saying carbs are not, once again, going back to that, carbs are not the enemy. It's just like whatever works for you as long as the two rules, right? You're eating enough protein and you're staying on a caloric deficit to,
2: to lose weight. Mm-hmm.
0: And I will say, just to clarify as well, I didn't avoid carbs completely. I would have like a very small amount, you yeah. know, like pre pre-workout or something. I would either have like a little bullet cheer. So that's a low
1: carb diet. So, so that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Because yeah. I did hear, do keto as well.
1: If you hear that people do keto, it's like, oh no, you cannot have not even five grams of carbs. No, 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 no. That's yeah. that's bad. Yeah. That's not for you. That's not gonna help you lose
2: weight, apparently. I don't
1: know. I don't know yeah, what they yeah. believe in. I think they, they believe that it helps you with mental alertness as well. I think that's one of the things yeah. that they can say, uh, research is really vague on that one. We don't, we don't, we don't have enough, enough studies that, that prove that. Okay. Yeah. The only thing is, yeah, like you're kicking in the ketosis process, which is something that it happens within your body. But remember ketosis is a backup system to help you with brain function. You cannot produce more glycogen than what your brain needs on a day-to-day basis. Okay. So now if you're, if you're picking up your, your physical activity, then you are screwed. You're not going to be your, 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 your training is going to be so, so hard. You're not going to be able to be improving too much because you just don't have it. You don't you don't have what you need to keep improving. Right. Yes.
0: Yes. Okay. Last one before we close. Okay. Let's talk about, since we were just talking about carbs and keto, let's talk about avoiding foods for fat loss.
1: For example, fruit. For example, okay. Uh, I think we can actually make a blanket statement with this one, right? Avoiding a specific type of food or or let's just make it even better. Let's just say which diet is is better for fat loss because people, this is like going back to ketosis again. So uh, people who do ketosis say that this is the best one for you for your for to lose weight right so the main ones that people do beside keto uh we have i don't know if you heard if if it's your macros is another one right so as long as you're staying within your macros that's perfect you can do it that's great um the other one will be keeping it a low carb not necessarily keto but keeping a very low carb another one will be keeping a very low fat another one will be cutting sugars completely uh what other diets do people have um I sure hope people are not cutting protein completely because that is just a terrible, terrible idea. Uh, <laughs> but I'm sure you can lose weight that way. Yeah, there's having... low
0: protein. Yeah, sometimes yeah, people need to be on a, a low protein, protein of, diet. Of,
1: of, yeah, you're going to be losing a crap load of uh, muscle in, in the mm-hmm. process of losing weight. Um, I think those are the main ones. Are we forgetting any? Any? any uh, the
0: car- carnivore diet?
1: Yeah, that would be another one. The, yeah. the straight, mainly, carnivore, mainly straight carnivore. Mainly meat and that's it. Okay, so what diet is the best one for fat loss. Every single person that preaches the one, they're going to say that their diet is better. And I'll tell you a a bunch of reasons, most likely most of them not true, of why their diet is better. The best diet, I always tell my clients whenever they come to me, and that's why I have like all types of diet, I have it uh, tailored to the specific client because whatever it works for them. So what I always tell my clients is the best diet is the one that you can actually follow. Okay. Yeah. If you like, for example, I always, as far as my assessment with my initial clients, when they're, when they're doing nutrition, if you enjoy eating more carbs, I'm not going to cut carbs from your diet. I'm actually going to encourage you to keep it high carbs. If you enjoy eating more fats, I will encourage you to keep it high fats. That's the same way that's the cycling, uh, the frequency of meals, right? If you're eating two meals a day, I'm not going to make you eat three, four, five, six meals a day. If you're eating, if you like eating snacks and, and eating every three uh, four hours I will keep it that way so I need to work around the client as long as I'm finding something that works for their caloric deficit okay they need to find that energy balance where they're eating they're burning more calories than what you what they're consuming that is the only thing that we need to remember about cutting specific things from your diet no that is not what's making you lose weight what is making you lose weight is the fact that maybe by cutting that in a specific you went into from you went into a caloric deficit that is the reason, mm-hmm. right? But if you keep, if you kept that one and you got rid of another one that will make you get into that caloric deficit as well, that will also help you and you also work.
0: Yes. The key point is that it needs to be sustainable and that is something I know. That,
1: yeah. Sustainability is the one thing. Compliance is another, oh, another thing, right? Sustainability, compliance. You need to make sure that the client, that the person can actually keep up with what they're trying to do. And that's why On my case, I don't like doing anything extreme with my clients because when you do something very extreme, when you actually drop that caloric deficit really fast, okay, one thing that you're going to notice is they're going to do it for one, two, three weeks, then they're going to start feeling so depleted that they're going to completely quit. Okay, so it is better to work on something that is a little bit more sustainable for compliance and you might not lose weight as fast, but I can guarantee you're not going to gain that weight back.
0: Awesome. Okay. So let's do some final words of wisdom. And I think we should do another episode on this because we still have a list here.
1: <laughs> I actually have, yeah, I still have, I still have a few ones in my little piece of paper here. I think if we post this on social media, we're going to get some help from followers, see what other myths or other confusions they have about what works specifically for fat loss or like, or like for training, whatever, whatever they want. Right.
0: What are some final words of wisdom?
1: Some final words. Okay. So you know what, one thing that we'd like to tell whoever's listening is specifically, let's just go back with that, uh, that one with, with the, the types of diet. You're always going to find, you're always going to find a statement. You're always going to find a person that will have a really, really good argument of why that specific diet is better than the other ones. And what you need to do is try to be a little bit more, uh, not let emotions get involved, not and, 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 and make sure that you understand, you understand that not one diet is better than the other. Okay. Try to actually use your head a little bit more. Hopefully you can, um, you can uh, remember what we just talked on this episode and, and understand that whatever works for you might be different than what works for the next person.
0: Love it. And Frankie, how can people get in touch with you? How can they reach out to you? Uh,
1: Instagram is Frankie. So Frankie, F-R-A-N-C-H-I, like franchi.fitness. Uh, and my Gmail will be fitness at gmail.com. Um, and yeah, I'm always happy to help whoever, like even if you're not interested in just working with me, I'm always happy to help people, have, happy to answer any question that you might have.
0: Brilliant. Thank you. It has been an absolute pleasure and I look forward to the next time. Thank you. Thanks so much for tuning in. Please don't forget to like and subscribe.